Hey, 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 welcome to Tony on the Mic. Today I sit down with reigning Grossmont High School Teacher of the Year and District Teacher of the Year and finalist for San Diego County Teacher of the Year, Jeremy Hirsch. He's also a popular local DJ and party host. He's won awards from the History Channel, Facebook, Twitter, and the National Academy of Arts and Science. We talk about returning to in-person classes after COVID. He gets some DJ emergency situations, and we hear about his strategy, and we chat with some former students about the impacts he's had on them. Local Grossmont heavy episode, but lots of fun and DJ information and insight you simply cannot get anywhere else. So, I'll let you in on a little secret. There's some post credit scenes like in the Avengers movies. So, make sure you listen all the way to the end. All the cool kids are. Strap in, turn on, and turn up this episode of Tony on the Mic. Our story begins as these stories often do. You would not quit Here's a gig rather than... When Gangnam Style was popular, I just <laughs> wouldn't do it. Well, Gangnam Style is different than the chicken dance. Until somebody gave me a $100 bill to play it, and then I played that but three I'd times. Play, right? <laughs> I was going to say. have the most amazing stories filled with drama. Because I do not know a Mr. Hirsch that was at Grossmont. I don't remember one. I remember Mr. Bradley, Steveson, Long, Fuge, Ortiz. Eckland? I mean... Oh, he still works there. He, Even, yeah, he works now. Oh, okay, cool. Well, was he a full teacher there, or was it he just come for ASB, let the kids run it, and then go home? That's what I remember. Was he the ASB say, director for long a long was, time? Wasn't long? long the ASB director? No, I heard Long does all the work. Okay. I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you happen to listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence, and you got Tony on the mic. Today, my guest, uh, Grossmont High School ASB coordinator. Is that a reasonable? What's your title? I mean, technically, I'm an ASB advisor and teacher, but if you okay. want to call me a coordinator, I fully accept that. Okay. All right. Jeremy Hirsch. Say hello to the folks, Jeremy. Hello. Thanks for having me, Tony. Good. How long have you How long have you been at Grossmont? I believe I'm in my 18th year, so I'm at wow. halftime of my career. 18 wow. down, 18 to go. Orange you can, slices. You can buy cigarettes. Your career can buy... Oh, no, no, not anymore. <laughs> 21. You can buy lottery tickets. So. I can vote. You can vote. Yes. Your, your career can vote. Uh, you got a nice little list of... Um, Highlights here, some cool stuff. 2005, you were the History Channel Big Idea winner. What was your big idea? Um, I had my students put together civil rights videos. So oh. they kind of recreated uh, different events from civil rights, but through their own viewpoint. Okay. And I submitted it through the History Channel and won a little bit of cash. And nice. Got some cool recognition. How much is a little bit, if you don't mind me asking? thousand bucks. Wow. Well, 2005, that's like a million dollars. That's true. That's true. A uh, couple other awards here, but you had some big, kind of like Facebook Inspired Changemaker Award. What was that all about? Yeah, that's a tribute to our good friend Ryan. Um, Ryan Wilcox. Oh, yeah. The whole campaign to get him to have a chance to meet the Avengers. Oh, that was incredible. Facebook recognized the work that our school did in our community around Ryan and brought me and a group of my ASB students up. That's your water if you want it. That's oh, all. perfect. And okay. brought us up to Facebook to recognize our work. So very wow. little about what I did and more about just, you know, being a part of a community that was awesome. Yeah, I got to tell you, that photo of Ryan on the stage with all the students as a backdrop is one of the most iconic. It's probably the most iconic picture where I know the person in the picture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's one of the most iconic pictures I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. I have it right up in my room on a big canvas. Nice. That way, every day I look at it and uh, just continually draw inspiration oh, from that whole situation. 100%. Yeah, 100%. I have a picture of me and my band You know, from 1985. 
before so. we leave, I'd like to uh, figure out a way to take that from you. You know, squirrel. I'll sign it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know you have that in print somewhere. You know what's you know what's hysterical is this has been up for literally two weeks. I found it the negative. I found an old negative in the drawer. We I'd forgotten long about that contest. It was a cattle company thing. We won a contest and and it was so much fun. And when I when I got the uh, negative developed and send it to everybody. They're like, dude. And I say, yeah. hey, man, I got a poster made. <laughs> so, As you should. As you should. <laughs> so Twitter gave you the Digital for Good Award. What was that? You know, just another continuation. Um, they actually wanted to recognize Bailey Wilcox, Ryan's oh. sister, oh, yeah. for her um, just, you know, being able to persevere and lead through the situation yeah. and her work at ASB. So, you know, we kind of went on a little social media company tour through the Bay Area, Silicon Valley, and just were wow. able to celebrate an amazing young man and, you know, have a chance to tell his story to other people. And it was all sorts of good, good, good. Yeah, that's amazing. Have you ever watched the show, Silicon Valley? Mm -mm. It's all about those companies. It's a raunchy comedy, so it's not really relevant to what we're talking about. But when you said you got to go down... Yeah, we've been to a lot of them. Google, Twitter, Facebook, and it's just a whole different world up there. Now, are they all close together? Cause nope. the okay, because the implication in the show is that they're like each on a corner. No, I mean, Twitter's in, in, still in the city on Market Street. So okay. they, they were one of those companies that was incentivized to clean up the downtown where yeah. Facebook and um, is in the Menlo Park. Okay. And let's see, you're Grossmont High School Teacher of the Year. Kind of like when you win dodgeball, you get to go to the district. Exactly, and then you went to the district, brought home that, brought home that ring. A lot of hardware. Yep, you got a got that ring, and a finalist for the San Diego County Teacher of the Year. Yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. They do this big Academy Award type show on, you know, used to be on Channel Four. I'm sure you've remembered those. I, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, I yeah. got to give up and give a speech. Wow. Now, do you remember who won? Uh, vaguely. I'm gonna look it up. Please do. I'm going to. I mean, not now, because if, if you listen to the podcast, which most people don't until they're on it, you'll listen to this one. But I like to fact check after the fact and, and enter, so people say. Yeah, please, please do. Well, I'm a little embarrassed not to know this, but San Diego County Teachers of the Year, they don't do a Teacher of the Year. They get five Teachers of the Year. That year, 2018-19, the County Teachers of the Year were... Stephanie Glanz from Rose Elementary School in Escondido, Cisha Haynes from Sweetwater High School, Melissa Moreno from Rosebank Elementary School in Chula Vista, Jose Villegas from Nestor Language Academy in South Bay Union, and Katie Wu from Westview High School from Poway. Jeremy Hirsch was sixth. Actually, I don't know where he finished, but... Um, yeah. So basically, there's five winners and then five finalists. So oh, okay. I was outside of the top five, which... You're in the top ten. In a way, it was a blessing because when you're a county teacher of the year, they kind of pull you out of the classroom for um, some speaking engagements. That sounds like you're like making the best sour grapes a little bit. I, it's a war bond tour, in my Come opinion. So. <laughs> yeah. I got exactly what I needed, and you... it was wonderful. No sour grapes. <laughs> you wanted to win. Nope. Yes, you did. Nope. I'll never accept that. Yep. Okay. Married, 16 years, uh, two daughters. How old are you girls? Okay. Thursday and Friday are their birthdays. They're turning wow. 11 and 13. Oh, if I'll give you a hug when this is over, but you're going to need a hug because daughters hitting 13 ish is I remember my daughter, my sweet angel, my little my light and love of my life. One day she turned 13 and I was the stupidest, most inconvenient person in the world. I will take your hug. And you got <laughs> and you got two coming up through that zone. Yep. 
it's going to be a rough few years for you. You know, we have a lot of fun. So yeah. I think uh, I would imagine our parenting styles are very similar with our, you know, youthful mindset and I, hands-on parenting. I thought I would have gotten out of it. But if my darling Bella went there. But she's back. The good news is they come back. Yeah, of they, course. They come back. They go They go through the stages, then they come back. So it's a long road, though. Uh, let's see. You met at Moose's. Yeah, Moose McGillicuddy's downtown. Yep. Well, tell Remember me, that uh, place? like come here often i mean how'd you <laughs> i mean i did actually i used to go every wednesday i think it was my i had gone every wednesday since the summer because they used to have college night so it was one or two dollar you call it oh and you know once you have a relationship with bartenders oh yeah it's a good time that is a good time so my wife was there not being a frequent visitor of mooses so she thought i was buying her full price drinks all night oh wow if she found out i spent eight dollars i don't know that the, <laughs> the night might have gone differently <laughs> Uh, so now, did you meet at the bar, we or did. you went there for the first date? Yep, that song "Back That Ass Up" was on, and uh, nice that's one. We met. Yeah, I'm gonna. When you listen to this, that'll be playing in the background. Yeah. As you, know you what I'm talking the, about. As you look the, good. Once you, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you recall this romantic, yep, <laughs> epic love story, that'll I mean, does be it the get soundtrack. More romantic than "Back That Ass Up." No, not much. I. I'm, I unfortunately met before that song came out. Otherwise, you would have met two at all. Exactly, exactly. Anything noteworthy in the proposal? Um, she got really mad at me. Uh, her mom and dad gave me her like great aunt's ring, like a family heirloom to represent to her. Mm -hmm. And she was, you know, not stoked at my cheapness in her mind that I didn't go out and buy her a ring. That I just kind of repurposed a family ring, Yikes. at the advice of her parents. Right. So. She knows now. Oh yeah, we've okay. we've amended the mistake. Okay. Okay. She's got a new ring. Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Well, that's good. Another thing you would know if you listened, but uh, like I said, most people don't, is ending our first little personal segment to get things rolling. I need you to sing a song, either a commercial jingle or a TV theme. Yep. A couple I'm, lines. I'm ready. Oh, oh, wow. I am impressed. Fire when ready. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could be so free. <laughs> Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. Wow. What? Now, did you know this was coming? Nope. Wow, that is very impressive. Most people hem and haw a little bit, but you just... Wow. Greatest American hero. Great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I had I came with something from your generation. That, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. That was for the old folks. So we're going to take a commercial break here. I want to thank one of my sponsors, Retro Sports. Sports fans, what do Billie Eilish, Travis Scott, and me have in common? Jacob Oberon Retro Sports has done our gear. That's right, he's done gear for bands, teams, sports, schools. You have a need, he can fill it, I promise. They do embroidery, screen printing, tackle twill, heat press, and if you have an organization, they will build you a spirit website. You can do it for your school or your team, whatever you have going on. He posts it all, they order it, he makes it, and you get money. You share the profits. It's free. Check it out. They'll do your letterman's jacket, fitness equipment, whatever you need. And when you go in there, make sure you tell them that Tony on the mic sent you in. To Jacob Ober, great in the community. Outstanding product and service. Check out Retro Sports, retrosports.net, and 9100 Fletcher Parkway in La Mesa. 
And we are back. My guest today, Jeremy Hirsch, well-decorated Grossmont teacher and ASB newly crowned coordinator. So we're here today to talk about uh, Jeremy Hirsch. He's the ASB advisor at Grossmont High School, and I guess you guys are pretty familiar with him. Do you guys know him? Jeremy Hirsch. Uh, he was. He did what? Taught. He's ASB. ASB coordinator, I think, or something like that. Oh, uh, what school? Grossmont, Grossmont. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, oh. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's still there. He, I, I'm the, pretty sure he's still there. He's the the DJ, right? The DJ. Okay. Oh, okay. the DJ. Okay. DJ yeah. Hirsch. DJ Hirsch. Okay. Okay. Now he I got, was something yeah. else. Let me <laughs> tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you also have a little side hustle. Yeah, you know, uh, just music's always been a thing I've been interested in my life, and you know, organizing events, and now people hire me to play music at their life events it's a great time that is a great time so how'd you get into djing did you just buy a turntable and um honestly a friend of mine's been a dj for a long time and you know we were hanging out and i just started telling him what songs i thought he should play uh-huh. which he took great offense of to. of course yes you know never now, never now, now that i'm on the other side i right. understand how <laughs> kind of ridiculous i was yeah. um but I was kind of right in the songs that I was picking. Okay. Um, and so he was like, dude, you should do this. And when people kind of tell me that, uh, I look into things and I am a little bit quick to action. So a few clicks on Amazon and I was up and running. <laughs> nice. Nice. That, see, now again, generationally, I was a DJ and it meant hauling crates of alphabetized albums mm-hmm. into, and then if heaven forbid, if somebody put your albums out of order, that was... And to pay homage to you, the new software that's all digital calls their playlists yes. crates. Okay. All right. And our record pools are still record pools, except it's all digital downloads. Yeah. The record pool. Nice. All right. I didn't. I did. I did not know that. So fun story about DJing. Um, my first clients were Mormons, so I learned to DJ at Mormon dances, which was absolutely <laughs> fantastic because the music had to be right. Did you play back that ass up? I did not. <laughs> nope. So I uh, had to learn to DJ the old-fashioned way with, you know, not relying on, you know, controlled substances to have people have a good time. Just uh, had to play the right song at wow. the right time. And it was fantastic. So I remember once, shoot, was it Sequan or Viejas or somewhere, and, and my band was playing. Yes, Sequan. And then on a break, I heard the music, and I came just to poke my head in, and you were DJing. Yep. Small world. It was a... It was a firearm festival or something like that oh it was the chp holiday party ah i remember they're giving away a gun they raffle or something. off guns yes. yeah I not remember. on the spot you you win it and then go pick it up okay because yeah. yeah. no waiting period uh probably <laughs> but you know you get a little certificate not, okay you know. all right yeah i just remember walking in and i saw the guns first and i'm yeah. like wow what is this and then i saw you that yeah, was... I've had the opportunity to be, uh, do alcohol, police, fire, CHP. Nice. One of the favorite parts about DJing for me is because it's not my primary source of income, I yeah. can give back. So my other big first client was UCSD. So I DJed for tons of cancer fundraisers nice. and different events. And <clears throat> that's really what I love is just being able to help people out with my yeah. talents, which you do all the time. And it's just great. Well, if you ever need a another microphone person, I'll be happy. You are Tony on the mic. I, am, sure. I, I will be on the mic. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, oh wait. That, that, you hear that? That sound? Wait, what's, what's that? Tony? That is our uh, DJ emergency siren. Yes. Okay, so. I am fist pumping frantically. You have to put. Okay, 
first song's done, the cake is cut. In an attempt to get the party started, you open with electric slide, then Cupid shuffle. A few parents hit the floor, but you don't get any traction. Everyone's staring at you. Young couple, 22 years old each. What's up next? I Want You Back by Jackson 5. I have a hype remix of it that has a redrum, so it drops that bass and then they can dance, followed by 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. Oh, very, wow. I, I applaud your, your uh, being prepared. And folks, he's doing this without a net. He had no idea these questions were coming. That's pretty good. You know, funny story about 24 Karat Magic. A friend of mine, this guy in the picture, Tracy yep. Stone, he's, he's still in a band. He plays music in Portland, Oregon. I went up and he says, Tony Lawrence, come on up. And so I come up and, and he starts right after it came out, 24 Karat Magic. And he's like, here, I was like, I don't know this song, you know, well enough to sing it. And he's like, come on, you know it. And he, he would sing a line and then hold mic in front of me. And I'm sitting there in front of a couple hundred strangers just going, I don't know. But then he played, they played Brick House next. So I was good there to go. go. Then I retired from that gig. Uh, but 24 karat magic, solid. solid it's song. still early in the night, so we gotta like you know kind of save some bangers for later, and we right. don't want to get too hip hoppy yet because grandparents and aunts and uncles still haven't left because the cake correct. just got cut. The cake per just year. got cut. So once the cake is eaten and they've gone, then we can get down a little bit more. Hmm. I have a feeling we may come up with that situation later. <laughs> cake or 24 karat magic? We'll see. COVID. How has COVID affected DJing? Um, it's different, you know, events obviously took a major hit, um, at about 30 something weddings, just cancel some reschedule. Um, you know, I think it's really refocused people on what matters most, which is let's not put an event together so we can look good on Instagram and Pinterest. Let's find the people that we care about the most and make sure we can all be together to celebrate these life events. Um, so I think in that sense, I think people have refocused a little bit, um, but obviously now it's a great. The last few events I've done, no requests. Nobody cares. They're just stoked wow. to be out of their house and able to dance and drink again. Well, I would care because I always do what you did, but only one or two songs. Hey, before the night's over, can I get a little, you know, whatever it is. What's that song? Well, it was Usher, yeah, for a while. Oh, that's that's always played, though. Yeah. Um, well, before it was always played. It's still yeah. always played. Uh, let's see. Now nah, you're putting me on the spot. And when, the funny thing is, when you hear this, it's going to sound like it came right off the top of my head. <laughs> I mean, you can't, I mean, there's a lot of go-tos that I'm just happy with. Um, oh, you know what? Uh, the Ricky Martin song. Oh, Le uh, La Vida Loca. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. It's, it, it's a, it's not everybody. It's, no. Which I like because it gives me some room on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like to shake my bonbon. Live as, in La Vida Loca. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As Ricky Martin used to say. You have any memories specific of him on now that you've kind of placed him? Okay, that pretty much says. <laughs> uh, I don't know about any fond memories. The uh, only memory I have of him is this weird moment. He walked up to me. It was at a school dance, and he put his hand on my shoulder. I looked back to see who it was, and he just stared, made weird eye contact with <laughs> me for about 20 seconds, just walked away. That was wow, it. That, it was that, a weird moment. That was Mr. Hirsch, basically. That's not that's yeah. Yeah, in that nutshell? Yeah. Huh. Now, yeah. did you have any of him as a teacher? I, I was in ASB senior year. Yeah. I'm trying just, to remember. I can't. Was he the ASB say, director for long a long was, time? Wasn't long? long the ASB director? No, I heard Long does all the work. Okay. Um, and I, I thought she was in charge too, but he told me he was in charge oh. during an interview. Yeah, weird. Huh. Uh, no way. Wasn't that way when we were in school? I, I think Long. Yeah, maybe he took over <laughs> recently. But when I was there, it was, it wasn't him. <laughs> 
Uh, how about school? How's COVID? Ha- how's COVID? I know you guys are just back in school. We are moving back to four days a week full time, two days a week right now. Okay. Um, it's different. You know, a lot of kids decided that, you know, being at home was a better situation for them. So yeah. it's just strange. Everybody has a different viewpoint on COVID. So as a teacher, are you now teaching to those in class as well as those at home? Is there a, is there still a Zoom component? Um, I have personally chosen not to Zoom. Um, oh. But yes, the kids are still learning at home and learning at school. It's very challenging to try to teach all these kids at once. I would um, imagine. But, you know, making the most of it. And, you know, in a way, I, I'm a silver linings kind of guy. You know, it's definitely kind of cut the fat off the curriculum that I give and helped me really focus on what matters and what was more filler. So there's a lot of lessons I'm going to take away from COVID that are going to be moving forward with my teaching. Nice. So what do you, now what do you teach? I teach United States history. Okay. And then I have a class of ASB students. And then we have another leadership class that we call our pride program. Pride. Now my kids were in some of those, right? They were around some of those. Never actually students. of. I don't think Anthony was because he was obviously just playing sports 24 seven. Yes. But he was at everything. Yeah, he showed up. and then I, But I think Bella... Well, G-Crew is different, though. G-Crew is different. She okay. was a member of G-Crew. Yes. Yeah, and so was Richie. They were yep. both they were both G-Crew people. Yep, and Richie had lunch in my room almost every day. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, because... Because his friends were in there. He's never mentioned you. No. We talked all the time, <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, he goes, who's on your podcast tonight? I said, Mr. Hirsch. He goes, who? Yeah, why? Well, so. <laughs> so that's why he's here with the autograph pad, right? Yeah. Right. And he's taking selfies every moment right, I'm talking. Right. Yeah. Richie, let us record. Yeah. I'm Richie Lawrence from Grossmont, class of 2019, and I have no idea who this person is. I've heard of him. I'm sure I've seen him. I might have even met him a few times, but I definitely couldn't pick him out of a lineup. And the only way I had lunch in his class every day is if he was the lunch lady and his class was the cafeteria. So also you said in your thing, some of the things you like to do is you called it a guilty pleasure exercise. I I consider that a pretty innocent pleasure. Oh God, I love to exercise. Now, when you say love to exercise. Um, I do. I, since COVID hit, I had to stop going to the gym. So I got a pretty nice exercise bike and some weights and I work out at home. The only way I can process stress to clear my brain is to sweat real hard and elevate the heart rate for a decent amount of time. Nice. So have you ever like competed in bike races, marathons? Did you play high school sports? Did you? So for our audience at home, if you saw me right now, you would understand the giggle factor of Tony's question. (laughs) Took one look at this body. Um, I did all of those things. I played high school football, high school basketball, high school volleyball. I was a rec league all-star in basketball. Um, But, you know, I competitive yes did i do anything of note for your podcast no 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 just doing it believe me i I still play we still play in a half court game over tuxedo park well we haven't played in a year but now that almost everybody's vaccinated we're gonna we're gonna pick up the basketball game again i love that it's half court though i mean i can't i'm not running full court anymore and why would you those days are I can play offense or defense. I don't mind. I'll play either one, but yeah. I'm not running back and, and, and forth. only one at a time. Right. I'm not going back and forth. Somebody call uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here's a, Wait, another alarm. Another alarm. Here. Um, Why is your whole family here, Tony, trying to take pictures with me? <laughs> they want to hear your answer to this question. DJ, emergency number two. We have a Mexican wife, Irish 
husband. Two generations deep on both sides. The kids are getting restless, but the parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles are still hanging on. It's about 9 o'clock. What's your strategy to move to the next level? Now, you said Mexican. Can you define more regionally where they're from? Mexico. So like Baja? Or like, yes, or yeah. like the we'll other call. side on the Caribbean. No, no, not the Texas side, our side. How old are they? 20, uh, they are in their early, mid-20s, 24, 25, but they have parents and grandparents, both of them. So I right away, I would go to my cumbias. My I don't know what that cumbias. is. Uh, so, I mean, I can do a whole podcast on Latin music for you, but there's a lot Maybe of Maybe another time. Um, and those are the songs that the kids and the grownups all grow up together to. Oh, okay. So there's, there's just a variety of them okay. that I would play. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce them because my accent would be insulting to anybody who listened. But okay, fair. So definitely get some of those cumbias out there or even some um, classic rock, some Mexican classic rock, some modern. Okay. Um, there's always Vincente Fernandez if we want to get everybody just singing at the top of their lungs. But you got the Irish half who are now feeling left out. They are, of course, everyone is always welcome on the dance floor. I've actually had this exact scenario probably about yeah. 25 times. Um, and the key is just to go back and forth and just be as inclusive as possible. Do you have a strategy for moving the party on for the young folks, getting grandma and grandpa to hit the sack? Absolutely. You know, that's where your, you know, more reggaeton comes in. Like okay. your Louis Fonsi, your um, Daddy Yankee, um, your oh. J Balvin, um, okay. some of your newer stuff. And you can transition. Or if you, you know, you can play Pitbull, so it's a little bit for everybody. Yeah. Our band played Pitbull. Yep. Fireball. We didn't, go, great song. we didn't go deep in the catalog, but we did Fireball. Yeah. We didn't go deep in many catalogs. Uh, ah, sounds like a perfect time to break one more time for another commercial. This one's going to be Alante Construction. Big Rick at Alante Construction. Alante. Whoa. Construction. Whoa. When you need some work on your home and you want a professional job, you can call on Big Rick because that man is so slick and then you will enjoy peace of mind. You can leave all confusion and all disillusion behind. If it's a new kitchen or patio, just call on Daddy-O. Alante, whoa, construction, whoa, 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 hey, this is going off for Big Rick, Rick and Alante Construction, San Diego County, top to bottom, left to right, he handles all your needs, no job too big or too small, you want it done and done right, call Big Rick. And we are back with DJ Hirsch. What's your? Is that your handle? What's your handle? What's your? You know, it's. I just go by DJ Hirsch because I feel okay. like it's a little douchey to have a name. But if I did have a DJ name, yeah. it'd be DJ Earthquake because I get the party shaken. Oh, Earthquake! DJ Earthquake! I expect some sound effects. Tell me who in this house know about the quake? I mean, really, really. If you know how to rock, say yeah. I'll see what I was audio, so I can't. (laughs) Damn it. Podcast. (laughs) But I'll definitely put I'll definitely get you some sound effects. 
Hex. Stuck in cover. Uh, okay. Also, earthquake on the ones and twos. Earthquake. Uh, housequake. It's a housequake. Uh, big Prince fan. So today we're, we're talking about Jeremy Hersh. I recently interviewed him, and I guess you guys were pretty close in high school. Is that, is that true? Um, can you give me a little bit more info? I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't ring a bell. He's tall. Tall guy. He's a DJ. Says he was in charge of ASB. It's... Okay, I do remember somebody who seemed to just always be at every single event, but he was an adult, and okay. I was kind of confused. Oh. But. <laughs> Tall guy, kind of brownish hair. Yeah, yeah, I okay. think so. I think so. No, he's actually a teacher there. He's oh, he teaches history. Wow. He's part of the ASB staff. Know? Yeah, I just always remember him yelling at the DJs for playing the wrong songs. That's well, he is a DJ now, mm. and he said that was one of the reasons because everybody hated everybody else's music but loved his music. Does that uh, sound accurate in your mind? Sounds about right, from what I remember. <laughs> According to him, he's a savant. When he's on the DJ stand, that everybody just glowing melts together in happiness and joy. Yeah. Didn't, didn't no, that's not that. Okay. Let's see, other things he said you like. You're a fantasy nerd. And you said you are in several complicated league with ESPN folks. Do you want people to listen to your podcast? I want these short. I mean, do you mean actual like ESPN people or just other people? Yeah. You know, like Eric Carabell and a bunch of his friends. And okay. Some boring executive types that if I said their names would mean nothing to Carabell, anybody. though, that means something yeah. to me. Yeah. So I'll tell you about the most interesting but boring fantasy right, league I'm in is football, basketball, baseball. Okay. One time I traded Ezekiel Elliott for Manny Machado. For those of you not sure what that means, Ezekiel Elliott is a very good football player and Manny Machado is a very good baseball player. So he traded a baseball player for a football player. Those of you who think that's cool, like me, think that's super cool. The rest of you, we'll only talk about it for a minute, don't worry. That is awesome. Yep. We have toyed with that idea so many times and never never pulled the trigger where'd you get the structure for that from um well i came into the league in 2016 now i run it but if you ever need that it's we have some google docs that make it all work and i can help you oh i i will talk to them unfortunately it's they're different there's like six guys in mm -hmm. a couple but the rest are, are sports specific yep we go 14 deep wow all three same guys that is a fantastic league and how long uh, you said what year did you get in 2016. Okay. Any uh, rings? Any pelts on yep, the wall? I'm the 2019-2020 champion. Oh, now is it for the whole year? For the whole year. So sports. It's... So I finished second in football, first in basketball, fourth in baseball. So the cumulative runs through the. I definitely want to check out those Google Docs because we toyed with that idea, kind of like, wouldn't it be cool? Mm -hmm. And we just couldn't. Yeah, it's actually pretty simple. You, um, once you kind of establish the rules, it's not yeah. hard. Oh, well, we're definitely going to check that out. Uh, what about real sports? You big sports fan? Absolutely. What are your teams? Uh, Padres are probably my number one. Uh, I also love the Lakers. <laughs> um, other than that, I just love sports. Okay, now have you been San Diego your whole life? I mean, yep. okay, La Mesa your whole life? Uh, yeah. I okay. mean, if. I live in El Cajon, but we call uh, it Fletcher Hills. Fletcher Hills. All right. Yeah. yeah. El Cajon. Yeah. But we <laughs> You know, I did a stand in PB like every good San Diego. Yeah, then, right. I was going to say. <laughs> and then after eight years, it was time to come back east. 
East County, baby. It was funny. One of the cheerleaders said, "We and this is the first time I've heard it. And I'm ashamed. We put the B in East County. Yeah. Beast County. I heard I'm her like, say that. Was, yeah. All right. Let's see. Favorite players historically and currently? I mean, growing up with Tony Gwynn and yeah. Michael Jordan, it's pretty hard to beat that. Yeah. Um, football, I like football, but more holistically. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a strong rooting interest in football. So Even when the Chargers were here, did you? Uh, I mean, yeah, as a San Diegan, I love the Chargers. But, you know, when they left, it was like, meh. Yeah, that's disappointing that they left. On many levels, for me anyway. I yeah, mean, I, I just think like sports. So as more, a right, as a city, sports. a metropolis, hosting Super Bowls. I mean, that kind of stuff. With all of those things. Like, those those if, things were kind of. If you cool. replace the Chargers with the Jaguars, I probably wouldn't care that much. If you just change your name. Sure, I just want a football team. Yeah, 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 and then a San Diego team that can go. And Padres are on fire this year. It's yeah, I actually fun. got to go to a game last week. Nice. Great. Yeah. Nice. Okay, that little buzzer there, but that's not our fantasy buzzer. That's not our fantasy alarm. That was just another Wait. random buzzer. Oh, so that's see the third time I'm yeah. starting to figure this out. Yeah, but that wasn't it. It's okay. coming. Okay, that's a different. What you just heard was different. So you're in charge of the ASB, and ASB is predominantly with the G crew, the school spirit body support structure. Uh, what do you attribute the? I mean, Grossmont has a tremendous school spirit. I mean, even people who go to other rival high schools acknowledge Grossmont's involvement and I obviously having three kids go through there and being involved there I love everything about it what do you attribute that that to what do you think uh creates that energy uh school culture I think you just have to build an environment to let the spirit happen you know everybody always talks about creating spirit and I always say we need to create culture you need to create an environment where the kids want to be and where the kids feel comfortable showing out a little bit and having some fun. And so a lot of the nitty gritty is how do you create a campus where people smile, people are happy, people want to be there day to day. You have the adults on the same page with each other, caring about kids to a point where when you ask them to be spirited, it's kind of already a done deal. That's good. That's really good. I think the key is a good football announcer. You know, that does help. (laughs) You know, we're looking for one right now, so uh, go ahead and play that sound. I'd like to put a PSA up. Anyone interested? Grossmont High School is looking for a new high school announcer for our football games, basketball games. Oh, ouch. Yikes. You'll pay job. You'll miss me when I'm gone. Now, in terms of alumni, what what, do you have frequent contact with? Other than weddings, how, how many students would you say you've. Oh, my gosh. I've probably done. 40 former wow. Hiller weddings at least wow. i can't even keep track anymore yeah that's that's a pretty significant number and do you remember your first do you remember your first wedding i do and can you give me a little uh yeah it was actually our nanny babysitter okay. um she got married at lindo lake community center in okay. the fine city of lakeside and it was great i pretty much had no idea what i was doing i remember that when i did my first wedding yeah. i was both as a DJ slash MC and as a band, especially as a band, when they wanted us to play the first song, I was freaking out. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to be on the wedding video forever. If we're right. just jamming, dancing, and everybody's having fun, who cares? Yeah. But if we screw up their first dance, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh, it was an experience. I mean, I think I played a lot of the right songs. There was no mixing that to be heard of. But you know, people danced, people had fun. They left married. That's good. And uh, big so victory. That's a win. Mm-hmm. That's a win. What uh, was your favorite 
first song? What is it, or a popular first song to dance to? Or uh, to... No, no, for the husband wife first dance. Oh gosh, got him on his heels, folks. You know, it's so genre. I'm so genre sensitive. I could answer that question in you know like country, rock, pop. All right, let's uh, hang on. Let me spin. I spin the genre wheel. I personally like Luke Combs, "Beautiful Crazy." Um, I also am always down for a classic, classic song. You know, like, like. "At Last" um, or mm. "The V and Rose" by okay. Louis Armstrong. Um, you know, to me, the most important thing at a wedding is you pick a song that means something to you. It can be fast, it can be slow, but don't choose songs based on what you think you should choose. Choose yeah. something that's important to you. Funny story about my wedding. My wife and I, we did we did pretty much everything ourselves. Uh, we had family cater. We had my dad as a minister. He performed the ceremony. My best friend right there in that picture was a DJ. He did all the music for free. My uncle's a photographer. He did all the photography. Uh, her mom did all the meals, and her sister did the bouquet and the balloon arch and all that stuff. And so it was remarkably not that stressful, but very involved and very a lot of finger pointing and, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down, do this, do that. And so the DJ said, and our first dance as a couple for Mr. and Mrs. Lawrence, and we hadn't picked one. <laughs> and I looked at him and said, uh, you know, pick something. And he didn't. And honestly, if I, I should remember it, but when I watched the tape, it comes back to me. But right now, I couldn't tell you what it was. And that was, we don't have, it's fun and it makes a funny story later. So yeah. I wouldn't call it a regret. It's, but see, what I love about that is that's perfect for you. It was. It was absolutely perfect for us. So, the, and that's what it should be. Yeah. It was, it was perfect. But he, <laughs> he did start with, ooh, ah, no, Jungle Love. Stars Jungle Love by the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I always get those two mixed up until I think about the intro. Somebody call and, oh, Uh oh. There it is. Okay. Okay. You ready? Oh. You, now you now you know what's coming. I'm kind of on my toes. Okay. <laughs> now Which you know what's coming. You play for your Minnesota wedding. DJ <laughs> DJ emergency number 3. It's 9:50 p.m. The room is booked until 10 p.m. You're paid until 10 p.m. Party's hopping. The dance floor's packed. You have two more songs. Go. That's part 1. Okay. Uh old, young, give me ethnicities, give me a little more background. Uh, let's see. We're going to go with a half black, half white groom, 32, because that's me when I got married, and a rather plain vanilla wife at 30, because that's all my wife was when she got married. That is a curveball. Aha! That you can edit out. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, well... Okay, you know what? Let me let me narrow it down, and I'll and I'll hit you two or three different ways. This wedding is in 2021, okay. right now, with a traditionally 26 to 30 year old couple. Two songs, keeping the dance. Dance was already packed. You've done your job. You gotta. Yeah. So one of the things I like to do is this happens frequently in San Diego because there's a noise curfew with right. so many venues. It's nine or ten, and you got to get people the hell out. So I always try to slow down those final two songs because okay. if i end them on too much of a high right. they're going to stress the venue out and that could tax them and cost them money down the line so ain't no mountain high enough would be okay um right there and then i would probably couple that with another sing-along not don't stop believing <laughs> you know 
Um, and again, it would just depend on what I've been playing for the last couple hours. Okay. You know, so definitely ain't no mountain high enough. Maybe some queen. Don't stop me now. Oh, that's a good one. Um, but it would need to be something that. But that's pretty up tempo though. That's don't it stop is, me now. It's gonna. But that whole group energy yeah. is a natural segue to one more time. Let's hear it for the bride and groom. And okay. so that's the key is getting people out by the contracted end time. Part B of this emergency question. The dad comes up who who's paying for this, and he says, I just talked to the venue. I've greased everybody's pockets. They're going for another hour. Are you down, and how much more do I have to give you to go for another hour? Absolutely, so I will happily check in with the venue to verify that fact. Yes, yes, um, good. And then, you know, whatever our contracted rate for that last hour would be, I would take the money on the Venmo or the cash, and we would rock it. Okay. No doubt. I... I like to know half an hour before the end if we're going to keep going because right. I don't like to end them and then restart them. It's That's... very upsetting to the subconscious. So I, if, if I know there's a shot we're going to go longer, I check in around 9.30, 9.40 and so that we just keep that energy up instead of trying to bring it down and then bring it back up again. Okay, so now we've bumped Ain't No Mountain High Enough and Don't Stop Me Now yep. to 11. What are we going with to keep the party going? Okay, so let's look at a couple different genres here because I have no idea what I played because that wasn't as part of your background. Correct. So <laughs> if they were a rock and roll kind of okay. couple, you know, we might look at the Killers, Mr. Brightside. We might look at a little hair band with, um, you know, living on a prayer. Okay. So if they were hip hoppy, we would definitely <clears throat> throw it back to, you know, some Nelly if we haven't played yeah yet sure. or we would drop into the 90s with a little biggie followed by 50 cent um maybe some snoop some dre if they are poppy people you know you got some justin timberlake some bruno mars if they're edm fans i would do some Spurs mafia to some avici to some Aliso, so to some tiesto case okay, so what you lost me at edm yep. i'm old well it just depends okay and I always try to keep one or two in case in these the scenarios pocket. happen. Yeah. However, I always make sure that I get the bangers out, but I still have a backup plan in case it goes longer. Gotcha. That's good. That's good planning. I just did an interview with Jeremy Hirsch, ASB advisor, and he said his dearest wish was that the students that he knew and graduated and moved on with their life that had a fond memory and a connection and appreciate all the things he did for him. And I'm um, just wondering, what are your guys' recollections of of Jeremy Hirsch, Mr. Hirsch. Um, did he get married recently and take her last name? Because I do not know a Mr. Hirsch that was at Grossmont. I don't remember one. I remember Mr. Bradley, Stevenson, Long, Fuge, Ortiz, Eklund. I mean, now he told me he was in charge of ASB. Oh, no. Okay, in charge of ASB. Yeah, Mr. Hirsch. You, we, I mean, I, see, we were never in that. He let us go. Like, was that the teacher to let us get away with yeah, murder? So like we here's, were, here's what I remember is like he always kind of felt like we were really close, but I never really felt the same way. You know what I mean? He was one of those teachers where mm -hmm. it was like, uh, okay. Think, thinks he's the cool teacher. Right, exactly. And you kind of yeah, humor okay. him a little bit. Just right, to, that rings a bell. Yeah, okay. the, the, middle, those, yeah. the middle part in his head. Was are you best. apparently still work with him? Do you do you still are you having a problem placing him still? Don't you don't you work at Grossmont? Okay, so I think because I had a guy come up to me the other day because I'm subbing at Grossmont, right. and he said, "So what are you actually going to do with your life besides subbing?" And I think that was Mr. Hirsch. I remember that. Okay. So All I right. a, yeah, I, I think I did run into him at school. Okay. No, that's that's good. That's good advice. 
I guess. Don't be a teacher and work your way up the ladder. That's why I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't teach ASV, am I right? <laughs> yeah, it seems like a f- confusing question to come from a teacher, right? You know, that's what I thought, I too. Would, but. I would have thought he would encourage you to pursue your dreams and move up the ladder and become a teacher. And at a fine school like Grossmont, where he apparently still works, from what I understand. Oh, he still works there? He, yeah, he works now. Oh, okay, cool. Well, was he a full teacher there, or was it he just come for ASV, let the kids run it, and then go home? That's what I remember. Now, which brings me to another question. I need your top 10 dance tunes. You can break it up by genre, maybe do five per genre or however you want to do it. Pre-2000 and post-2000. So I think the the key to being a good DJ is whatever you think is going to happen never happens. And so you're constantly adjusting to what the people in front of you do. As you would know, playing for a band, you come in with this killer set and it's the songs you weren't expecting to play that are probably that are the hitting. hits right. of the night. Yep. So yep. Um, my pre-2000s list, I mean, there's I could give you 100 songs, but I'll give you the 10 that I probably play the most. Yeah, I was going to say, kind of your must-plays. Perfect, right. um, September. Oh, gimme. Beautiful I want you back, Jackson Five. One of my absolute all-time favorites. Uh, Although I have to say, not a fan of the remixes, and I tell you, and it's generational. It's because I came up, I was roughly a few years younger than Michael Jackson. So when he was singing "I Want You Back," I was singing "I Want You Back." So any change of that kind of bugs. But there's me. no bass on the track. So when your body is trying to dance, it's really hard if you are an untrained dancer to dance to I Want You Back without that beat. So how do you find that one, two, you Just three. do the Jackson 5 moves. And he's dancing right now. Jack- <laughs> I'm always dancing, baby. All right, so two for two. Send me send me that bass, uh, bass infused I Want You yeah. Back. I'll check it out because I've heard of a few remixes. And like I said, it's out of habit that I don't like it. It's yeah. not. Um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough is always a good one. Yeah. Um, you know, choose your biggie song. Um, Hypnotize. Yep. This is how we do it. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, I love it's tricky by Run DMC. Oh, we did a mashup with it's tricky and my Sharona. Yep. And uh, as our band, and we never got it well enough to actually do it in public, but it's fun messing That's around a good with one. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also have another read drum of I will survive. Okay. Now I've heard a couple decent redrums of that. Same. Now, do you make these redrums or are no, they? No, I download okay. Tony. I'm an okay. expert downloader. Okay. <laughs> good One to know. Say I'm as good of a downloader as I am a DJ. Wow, that's high praise indeed, given your high. Um, I love "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough." Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, Dancing Queen. Okay. And I'm going to give you 11 because I like "Wanna okay. Be" by Spice Girls and "Suavemente." Suave. I'm not even familiar with that song. I'm ashamed to say. It's like I probably heard it at weddings. And like stuff. the meme is when the client walks up to the DJ and says, "Play a Latin song." They play "Suave." Okay. <laughs> Post 2000. Um, Uptown Funk gets it with all generations. Yeah, that's pretty definitely. much shout now. It'll get yeah, yeah. Until I look at that's the utility behind that song. Um, yeah, turn down for what? Okay, have you ever seen that video? No. You need to watch this video and tell me it's either the worst video you've ever seen or the best video you've ever seen. And depending on the mood I'm in when I watch it, <laughs> it goes back and forth. That's fair. I generally stay away from music videos because when smart. I watch them, I that hate is the song. smart. So yeah. But the um, video's over the top stupid. Another cheese ball banger for the family is I Got a Feeling. Yeah. 
Another one of my Latin favorites is Vivir Mi Vida by Mark Anthony. Yeah, you know, I'm sure song. I know these songs because I've been to a couple of Mexican-infused weddings yeah. recently at, even, now and I love the music. At Grossmont, they teach it in the Spanish classes. Really? So when I need the whole gym to sing, that's a go-to. Nice. Yeah. Um, I Love It by Icona Pop. Okay. <laughs> um, next episode, Dr. Dre. In the Club, 50 Cent. Of course, we discussed Now, is that? What year was that? It's 2000s. It's 2000s? Okay. I Googled it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, and then Shut Up and Dance. Yeah. Although that's... grinds on my brain a little bit. Um, I don't want... It's like one of the, the cadence of it and the way that that song's constructed is just a little too much for me, but it's, okay. it's a good song to dance to. Yeah, it is. No, it is. And it's a, it's a happy song. It's a great happy I song. I like it. And it's, again, it's And Happy is another good one that you can put on. Happy gives me anxiety. Uh, how come? Um, you know, cheese ball wedding songs I struggle with. Oh, fair. So, um, it's, it, if it works at an elementary school, I have a hard time playing at a wedding. Gotcha. So cha-cha slide. You know, I don't mind it. Um, but again, it's, uh, Cupid I, shuffle. My goal is if, you, if I DJ an event that you're at, you can't predict more than five to 10 of the songs that you're going to hear. Ah, see, as a cover band, I was exactly the opposite. Yep. I want you to know every single song. Well, and, and with a band, I'm the same way. When I go yeah. see cover bands, I want yeah. to know them all. And I think right. that there's niches, right? Or niche. Oh, yeah. Niche. N- niches. Niches. I... Mine is, you're not going to hear Brick House. Sorry. That's fair. No, favorites. that's fair. And you're not going to hear Love Shack. That's fair. Um, Because that's the- Chicken Dance? Nope. Does anybody do the Chicken Dance anymore? Never. What is it? What if the couple requests it? You got to play. I wouldn't play it. Yes, you would. I'd tell them to find another DJ. You would not quit a gig I rather almost, than... When Gangnam Style was popular, I just <laughs> wouldn't do it. Well, Gangnam Style's different than the chicken dance. Until somebody gave me a $100 bill to play it, and then I played that but I'd times. play it, right? <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> uh, what uh, What was what's some of the other... Uh, electric Slide. Uh, electric Slide. Cupid Shuffle. Wobble. Wobble. That yeah. was the one I was trying That's to think the of. One, yeah. I like Wobble just as a song. I'm not a line dancer. I I cannot do it. I've tried over the years to learn these various dances, and other than like uh, which one, the cha cha slide where it says right foot let's stomp. You know that I can do because it tells me what to do. But the rest of them, I just free dance. I'm not a big. Uh, you know, I just think that you know, especially someone like you, you could come to one of my events, you could not know half the songs, and you would still have fun. That would be my goal. Well. That would be a lofty goal. Yep. Because I like to have fun. But I have fun with an empty tube of toothpaste. You know, I mean, I'm, I, my default is just fun. I just enjoy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you wouldn't have, it wouldn't be impressive to have me (laughs) have fun. You are now invited to every event I do. Right. Exactly. I'm the, I'm the guy everybody wants at their, comedy show you know the guy who just laughs at everything although i'm not a comedy guy but the same with like parties dancing and you know i'm the guy who wants to get out there and dance so also he had a a side gig a side hustle he's a dj (laughs) oh yeah i remember him he was uh i think a lot of people would call him like what was it dj hirschquake yeah yeah but with hirsch combined his name wow that's something yeah he was it it was something all right (laughs) he was pretty cool (laughs) <laughs> it actually is kind of cool for the 1985 me 
that yeah, <laughs> yeah. once we get up in those 2000 kids though yeah, yeah kind of it went downhill yeah. quick he would go by dj hershquake or he wouldn't go by dj hershquake we'd call him dj hershquake oh. um but then some kids would call him like herschel just kind of like mess around with his name just okay. have some fun yeah all right he tried his own branding it it didn't work right. out yeah <laughs> Well, all right, let's uh, move on to the final and most important telling question. You have committed a capital crime. You are getting strapped into the electric chair. You can watch one movie. You can have one meal while you watch the movie. Then you put on the headphones, they put in the needle, and you fade off into oblivion to the song. What is your movie, meal, and song? Sushi? From Hardy and Old Town, or Susie Lounge would be okay. Any particular roll or slice? Um, they, I would have to remember. I do not like sashimi. I like the one with the rice. Okay. It. Okay. Um, so, yep. Tsunami from Sushi Lounge. I was just there last week at a firecracker. It's pretty good. Okay. My song would be next episode by Dr. Dre. The That's fitting. Illicit version. Oh, well, I can't play that on my podcast because it's gonna be it's playing right now. You can, yeah. Okay. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's the one and only Dr. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then the movie I would watch. Um, as a music person, almost famous. That's a good one. I love that. And I was torn between having Tiny Dancer, who's my second choice, uh-huh. behind next episode. So it depends if I want to go out hype or if I want to go out, you know, yeah. just kind of vibing. Yeah. You know, funny, I heard a podcast about Almost Famous, and in the scene where, shoot, I think she's, he said, she says, do you want to kiss me or something? And he goes, ask me again. And then she says, "Do you want to kiss me?" And the the that wasn't part of the thing. The guy was trying to get in the zone, and he just said, "Wait, wait, ask me again." Yeah. And it it came out so pure and so everything they put it in the movie. That's a great movie, by the way. I love it. Um, so, do you have any socials you want to prop up? Do you have anything you do, DJ Hirsch? How can they, how can someone book you for a wedding? Um. Well, gosh, they can go to djhirsch.com or find at DJ Hirsch on the Instagram. DJ Hirsch on the instagram dj hirsch that's it okay do you have any other uh see because me i'm tony on the mic i'm tony on the mic.com yep. tony on the mic on facebook tony on the gripe on instagram tony on the mic at facebook i already said facebook uh tiktok i haven't tiktoked yet but i secured all the domains first that's awesome see so i have the dj hirsch on facebook and twitter and i think i'm dj hirsch on instagram um my website's DJ Hirsch, but I am so goddamn booked. I don't really wow. need much more. Oh, wow. So don't call DJ Hirsch. Don't put Hirsch. that in the podcast. Right. That was just for you. <laughs> don't call DJ Hirsch if you need a DJ. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you coming in. Had a good time. And we will get this uh, downloaded, play it for all the Grossmont folks. And then hopefully I'll get at least one extra download this because you'll actually listen to this one. I will not commit to listening, but you, I will probably listen. You better listen. And I'll you better listen. at least download. I will listen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, at least download, even if you don't listen. Cause, uh, and then subscribe. Because, again, yeah. I don't care if you listen. I just want the downloads because yep. that, that helps me. And then tell all your friends. So uh, that's going to do it today for Tony on the mic, my guest today, DJ Hirsch. Say goodnight. Good night, all. Thanks for listening. All right. All right.
Well, that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. I hope you enjoyed it. We had a good time recording it. Hey, you can find me at Tony on the Mic at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Anywhere there's a social presence, pretty much you can find me there. Anyway, download, subscribe, like, and all that jazz. And if you have an idea for a podcast, please let me know. Submit it through the website. Submit it through the email. Submit it any way you want to submit it. And make sure it's interesting, though, because some of you people think you're, like, way more interesting than you actually are. So if it's a story that's going to be interesting more than just, like, to your mom, then I'm in. That's money right there. That's kind of edit clean. That's awesome. I felt mean. I, was, yeah, wasn't mean. I know. It's all right. It's all right. He knows. I already told him it was coming. He knows he's getting roasted, so good. it's all good. Um, all right. Give your real name and a little sincere sign-off message. Okay. This is this is Ryan Barnes, Mr. Hirsch. Um, I mean, you're greatly appreciated, and I know that. Yeah. Sometimes maybe in high school. We uh, maybe butted heads or didn't see eye to eye completely, but we we all do greatly appreciate you, and you're you're an amazing person and an inspiration for sure. Wow, can't top that, Bryce. So follow that. Okay, this is Bryce Town, aka uh, Downtown Bryce Town, aka the Wee Ice Man. Um, patent pending, but no, honestly, Mr. Hirsch, I think ASB was an incredibly fun class in large part because of you, the way you managed it. Take with that what you will. But no, honestly, I had a really fun time. I enjoyed that year in ASB. We had so many good memories from that year, and, and I really appreciate you as a teacher, and it's nice to get to see you every day again. Beautiful. Jeremy, you are actually as cool as we think you are. We love you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Mr. Hirsch. You're awesome. So much. Yeah, Hirsch, you're the best. We appreciate you so much. Yeah. Nice. This will play after he's been insulted and belittled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. That's okay. our <laughs> Okay. Uh, Just kidding, Hirsch. Um, <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Ryan Cruz. My name is Kaylee Thompson. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Hirsch. You did um, a lot for me and really prepared me for after high school, and I really appreciate all that you've done for us and um, all students at Grossmont. Okay, you can't have the gratitude be longer than the insult. <laughs> Exactly. And you kind of yeah, humor okay. him a little bit. Just right, to... that rings a bell. Yeah. Okay. He had the, he had the, middle, those, yeah. the middle part in his hair. He totally he? did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't wreck my equipment while I was here. I'm like, I don't know. So I, don't I guess know. that's one thing he's got going right. on, right? I'm, I'm right. blind. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, again, trying that. your best, right? Yeah. yeah. Just like Mr. Hurst tried his best. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully, right? Yeah, let's hope. So also, he had a, a side gig, a side hustle. He's a DJ. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember him. He was... Uh, I think a lot of people would call him like, what was it? DJ Hirschquake. Like yeah, yeah, Earthquake, DJ Hirschquake. But with Hirsch combined his name. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. something. Yeah, he was. It, it was something, all right. <laughs> he yeah. was pretty cool. <laughs> it actually is kind of cool for the 1985 me. 